We are here. We are queer. Get used to it, oh. is what I would say if I were gay. But you guys are bi, so I guess that counts for you guys. I don't one know. is fully, one is questioning. Okay. Right. Yeah, so, right. so we're good. We're good. Uh, we're kind of there. covers all the bases. Yeah, maybe. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, everyone. Uh, I am me. We are here. Uh, Do it welcome again. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, this is hunting pixels. Uh, I, so I was telling Kayla, all right, listen, all right, this is, this is how my day has gone. So I go to work, get all the way through work. Everything's fine. Whatever. Then I'm getting, getting off. Well, for whatever insane reason, the state government decided to send my refund check through the mail as opposed to direct deposit where the federal government sent it. So I had to go to the bank, go to the bank, get that done, whatever. Then I come home and I immediately, immediately start working on meal prepping stuff because I knew that like I had to cook dinner. I had to get my meal prep stuff done for the week. And I had to write the outline for the show because like I said, in the sort of intro, uh, I'm a dumbass and forgot that we were streaming this this week. So the outline I had what I said, it was a change. This this was really unprepared. Yeah. Uh, Well, you know, as the host and producer and 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 director (laughs) of the show, I should have been more uh, put together, but I was not star. Yeah. So uh, it is all on you. It's, it's completely on, on me. But oh. uh, so I get home. I start working on all, all the food stuff. And then I'm like, well, fuck, I got to take a shower. I've got to write the outline, whatever. Go take a shower. And then after I get out of the shower, I spend the next like three hours cooking food. Jesus fucking Christ. That's a yeah. lot of food. It's a lot oh. of food. Uh, it was dinner for tonight and then dinner for me and Kayla for the rest of the week. So. Worth it, I guess. Milk, maybe. Uh, okay, I can respect the meal prep. But the uh, the reason I bring all of that up is because this is literally the introduction of the show, and it says, oh. hello, everyone, as normal. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have a great show for you today. But do we? Yes. But maybe? And I think that you wrote that, Dylan. <laughs> I did. Holy shit. You had to get to that point for me to remember. Uh, so just, you know, for everyone that does know and is watching on Twitch right now, we have a document that we all look at, shared on Google Docs, so we can kind of see where we're going in the show. And generally, most of the time, it's us making inappropriate changes to one another's, you know, stated facts of what we've been doing or want to talk about. So it's true. It gets a little fucked. Yeah, it's usually what happens. Yep. OK, but that was the intro. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so. This week was insane for me. Uh, I was very busy all week, uh, but I managed to get in, uh, well, two things, really. I finished watching, um, I see you, Austin, you son of a bitch. Just I finished chilling. watching uh, WandaVision, which I, I'm not going to go into because we talked about it last week, but uh, boy, that ending, something yeah, else, right? What did you think about the ending? Come on. Uh, so... Oh, we're going to do this now. Okay. All right. It's here. Nine episodes. Yes. I love the first eight. <laughs> okay. What's wrong with the last one? The Don't last one guy. 
isn't is it's not bad. It's not bad, and it wraps up a lot of the stuff that they were doing pretty well. But it falls into the trap that all the other Marvel like properties do, and that's that they they have to fall back to that third act fight that that huge climactic like cgi spectacle they have to fall on that they like they just have to and the thing is is like throughout the episode there were times where i was like oh man like they're not they're not going to do that this time like they're they're actually going to settle it in like some sort of like other meaningful way and then they didn't they just kind of had a big CGI showcase. You're not and wrong. My favorite part of that whole finale was the not the the big CGI fight. It was the conversation between Vision and you know I, I won't yes. spoil anything for those people who are watching. But that yeah, was cool that was part. really interesting in the library. Yeah. Yes. Is that what you're talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my favorite part of the entire episode. Well, that yeah. and the the one line he says to her. You know. I do. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. I really love that line. Like that line and then the one from, I, I think it's episode eight where, uh, what what does he say? What is grief if not love persevering? I, I just l- used yeah. that the other day. Yep. You know, oh, there are people, there, there are genuinely people who, who find that line controversial and hate it. I'm like, why? That's fucking wow, beautiful and poetic. Poetic. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. so poetic. I think that that shit, my, I think my favorite part of episode nine was, um, pretty much what the whole series has been leading up to because as we've known Wanda this whole time in the MCU, she's just been Wanda and that's it. Yeah. But, but this series really turned her into the Scarlet Witch and, and her costume was fucking beautiful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Her costume is easily one of the best one that Marvel has done so far in any of their properties. I, I like that they, (laughs) they kept that, they kept that comic book accuracy look while also, because because I know um, Elizabeth Olsen was super, super fucking adamant about not wearing the Scarlet Witch costume because it's, you know, a very revealing leotard with fucking spandex underneath. And she didn't want to do that. So I think it's really cool that they found a way to make her feel comfortable, but also portray Scarlet Witch in, in a way in a way that was very comic accurate. And I think that was really fucking cool. Yes. Uh, West in the chat brings up a good point, you know. Sparky though, rest in peace. All right. Oh yeah, rest in oh. peace, Spark. Spark's a good boy. But that wasn't um, even your main point this yeah, week. Yeah, that, that wasn't even. I, I just wanted to touch on that because uh, I I did finish it. But no, the thing Very that good. I uh, I got to watch, uh, I actually watched last night while I was folding laundry, is Scream from 1996. The good days. Okay, maybe not. All right, you side. Go ahead. No, no, no. I side for a good reason. I love okay. this movie. Like. Yes. I have watched it pretty much continuously since I first saw it. I think we got it on VHS sometime in like 97, 98. And I've watched it probably, I don't know, like 30, 40, 50 times since then. Holy shit. I, I fucking love Scream. And the thing that like really, I think, seals the deal for me is that like, it's not like the... Friday the 13th or the nightmares or, or even the Halloween's like it is that sort of, but like it is the exact antithesis of that in many ways. Like it takes all the tropes that, I mean, this isn't 
like, well, like this is well-worn territory. Everybody who's ever seen the movie knows this, but like it takes all of the tropes that you would see in those movies and then subverts them. And in 1996, that's fucking huge. Like everyone is still trying to capture the magic of what made those 80 slasher movies work. Like even, I think it was, if it wasn't the year before this, it was the year after this, you had, I know what you did last summer, which in some ways kind of takes the same sort of formula that scream had where it's got the teenagers and it's got the witty dialogue and like, it's sort of got the, the murder mystery aspect to it, but it doesn't, it's still trying its hardest to make an iconic character and still be a part of the tropes that made the 80 slashers, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, Scream doesn't try that though. And Scream actually, because it doesn't try that, actually transcends into that territory. It becomes a Michael or Freddy adjacent, like because it's not trying to be them. It's actually poking fun at them. And I, there's so many, like just every character is incredibly well crafted and it's not like you are focusing on, on one person. I mean, you, you are, you're focusing on Sydney, but every character gets their due. Like I, I particularly love the scene in the video store near the end of the movie where, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jamie Foxx's character. He's talking to Stu. Oh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. But anyway, he's talking to uh, to Stu and he is explaining that, like, you know, motives are incidental. And of course, it's going to be the boyfriend who's killing everybody. And like that entire scene is like me, <laughs> like that, like he is me. And I, I just I really love that scene. I think it's really great. The entire final climax is like bloody as all hell. And it's like incredibly well acted. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Scream is a fucking wonderful movie from start to finish. It's exceptionally well written. Like, it's got wonderful practical effects. It's really well acted. And, like, people can say what the fuck they want about, like, the cast in there. Like, you know, you've got David Arquette and Courtney Cox. But, like, they're great in this movie. Like, they're really fucking good. The whole movie was good. It was a unique... It's it's never been... It it was... I'm not going to say it was lightning in a bottle, but it was just fun. I mean, I think it it kind of was lightning in a bottle. Like you, true. I mean, two sequels after it, and they try to do the same exact thing. And even two, I feel like, kind of follows the formula of one, but it's not the same. Yeah, it's just. I like four. I I mean, yeah, I enjoyed them all. And it's uh, I'm gonna say, it's probably my most hated killer in Dead by Daylight. Oh, Ghostface. That's Ghostface super is, fair. is awful. Yep, <laughs> yep. I am not a fan, especially because I Fuck can't every hear. bit of that shit, bro. Nope, not a fan. Yeah, he's uh, he is something else in an asshole. DVD. But uh, but yeah, I I watched Stream. I loved it. If you haven't seen it, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. I need to get Madison to watch it. I don't think Madison's ever seen him. It's I've seen I've seen it a few times when I was younger, but it's been a while. You you said that she what was it that she doesn't like gore? Is that what it was that she doesn't like? No, it's just like. <sighs> It's just horror movies in general. Like she's not super big on them because she'll she'll uh, she she has like a genuine uh, like paranoia kind of thing. Gotcha. Uh, okay. And uh, so like like 
certain horror movies just like really freak her the fuck out and she like won't sleep for fucking days. So, but okay. I I feel like some of those older slasher movies I'm like I'm probably like you're probably you're fine. They're yeah, they're not yeah. that bad. <laughs> Wes said she was literally ghostface for 5 years in a row as Halloween. <laughs> oh my god. I don't think I made it 5 years into doing Halloween. Maybe I did. I don't know. I don't I think I did Halloween once when I was a kid. One I don't. I don't know if I've ever done Halloween. And I think really? I was Charmander. You probably yeah. have done it more in your life. Well, not trick or treating. Never mind. That was. Maybe you did go as an adult. I don't know. Well, I've done it as an adult with the kids and shit. Does that count? Uh, did you get candy? Uh, actually, the neighborhood that we always go to is this really rich white people neighborhood off of uh, Flowery Branch. And uh, rich white they, people. <clears throat> a lot of people in those neighborhoods, they they'll have like. They'll have like a setup outside for kids, but then they'll also have a setup outside for adults, and they'll have like little big drinks and like little shooter cups. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you say neighborhood just just outside of Flowery Branch? Yeah. Why? Is it Sterling on the Lake? That's a brand new community. No. I think. Uh, it's. Uh, is it not? It's reunion. It's, reunion. Uh, okay. I'm thinking of. I was about to say Sterling is one of the nicest neighborhoods I have ever seen in my life. That's the yeah. one that's like if you take a left off of uh, the friendship exit, right? Like if you're well, sorry, for us it would be taking a right, and then it's it's right there, right? It's like as soon as you get off the exit. Maybe I'm, no, this one, this one's further down uh, Spout Springs. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and there's actually a lake there. If you pre- if you can pretend well enough, you can fish there for a little bit before people start asking questions. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Dylan Dylan's illegally like fishes. <clears throat> not illegal, just you know. First off, nature's nature. You're not going to tell me shit's legal. We're not going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All of nature uh, is fair game, boys. All right, well, Austin, I mean, that was yes. Scream. Tell me about uh, your reading Attack on Titan. Yeah, um, I I stopped watching season four um, because I, I honestly, at this point, I, I know all of the story by reading the manga, and I just really don't fucking care anymore. I'm just going to wait until it all comes out, and then I'm just going to sit down and binge it in like two days. Um, but fuck, man, they they released uh, chapter 138 yesterday, which is the second to last chapter. Uh, the next chapter, the final chapter will release on April 8th, like April 8th or April 9th. And fuck, dude, that shit tore my heart out. I have become super invested in this series. I've become super invested in these characters and it hurt. It just really fucking hurt. I don't I don't want to spoil too much because I know season four is still going on there. You know, there are people who genuinely don't read manga, which is fine. You're wrong, but it's fine. Um, you know, I, I, to me, the source material is better. Honestly, I prefer re- like, uh, like I'm, I'm reading demon slayer right now. I'm caught up on my hero and I prefer reading those and actually watching them just because with the anime, usually with the anime, there's so much like little shit that's cut out. But then like when you cut out all that little shit, it eventually adds up to like, really huge subcontext that would have really helped explain what was going on. But, you know, due to an anime only getting like, what, 22, 23 minute episodes, they have to start cutting shit out. So I, I prefer the manga. But, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. I th- I don't know how I feel about where I think it's ending, um, but it hurts. It hurts really fucking bad. And I don't know if I'm going to recover from this. Uh huh? 
Dylan, are are you and Sabrina still watching it? Well, yeah, we just finished a couple episodes. I'm, unfortunately, because I'm on Reddit, I always pass the the manga thread, so I always check it. So I know what happens. Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't want to think about it, and I don't want to watch it. But it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, I didn't expect the story to take that kind of turn. Yeah, it. Um, at the end of the day, attack the the author of Attack on Titan has always said that the the show represents how selfish people can be. Oh, uh, I see that entirely. They, you know, people can put up this front like they're good people, but at the end of the day, they might be doing good things, but they're probably still doing them for selfish reasons. Mm. Um, And I, I, I think the story. I think they handled the. uh, What do you want to call it? Uh, I think they handled the protagonist role shift really fucking well. And I, I, there's a lot of animes that try that and end up uh, falling flat on their ass, but. Attack on Titan has knocked that shit out of the park. Me and Madison were watching like a big thing about like a little by 45 minute um, uh, documentary about the author of Attack on Titan. And uh, dude was 18 when he started writing that shit. Fuck. Yeah. 18 years old. Like he's he's only in his like I think he's in his like mid 20s now. Great. He's very successful. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Um, And then then I saw that they did a they they. Attack on Titan actually has a crossover comic with Marvel. Good. And it, it's called oh, yeah, Attack yeah. on Titan. So he's making a shit ton of more money. So, <laughs> so great. yeah, he's rolling in now, bro. But um yeah, it's it's really good. I'm excited for season four. It seems like the way they the way the studio that did season four is lining everything up. Um, because I think there's only there's only three episodes left. Because they said it was only gonna be a 16 uh, count series. So there's only three episodes left. So by the time we get those three episodes, we'll also get the final chapter of the manga. So they're going to try to wrap. It seems like he's trying to wrap up everything all at once. Okay. Uh, Sabrina asked in the chat whether or not you preferred the manga art or the uh, anime art. I... I think I prefer the manga art. Um, I, I like the character, the subtle character differences. Like, um, I like in in the manga, for example, Hanji is uh, non-binary or ambiguous. I guess is the correct term in the manga. Um, her their character was given no gender. They were they were drawn very plain, like nothing that you could use to identify as either male or female. And then the the first the studio that animated the first three seasons took some kind of liberties and went ahead and drew Hanji as a female and gave her a female voice actor. But it, it's like the subtle things like that that make me prefer the manga more. Mm, okay, cool, cool. Well, Dylan, uh, Austin sells his souls for anime. Mm, what do you dude. sell your soul for? Twitch views mostly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Truth be told, man, I'm burned the fuck out on Spyro 3 because it's it's taken a turn for the worst. Um, I cannot make it out of the first home world without getting some kind of fucked, and it's put me in a bad way. Um, so to kind of, you know, mitigate that deep, dark well of depression, it's Dark Souls 3. You know, the very bright and colorful game that Dark Souls 3 is. Ah, uh, Yes. <clears throat> yes. Um, God damn, it's a lot of fun, dude. It's, uh, it's something I've watched for the fuck for as long as I can remember on Twitch challenge runs more recently, but 
to actually step into that game and to play and to experience these things like when i've played it before mostly it's been as like a a co-op experience um but now it's just me by my lonesome and i've made it in the past few days i've made it all the way to the very last boss um and I learned like something that can help with the death, deathless run in the future. It's a really simple strategy for taking on the second to last boss. It's it's a lot of fun. I'm delving into these strategies. Um, and every time I talk about it on the Discord channels, they're like, you know, you can't go back. And that's essentially what I see. Um, I'm still playing Spyro. Like I'm very proud of what I did in that game, but it has to go on the back burner for now. I have an eight hour stream to do tomorrow and probably most of the time we're going to try and defeat the last boss uh it was rough tonight but it was a lot of fun um and that's essentially it i've, I've today marked a good day because you know the hundred followers happened but uh oh yeah congratulations yeah thank you that's why we're doing the eight hour stream um but then i got raided today by someone and just they broke my notifications actually i got five follows back to back and by the second one i think it was dead it was a <laughs> But people that it couldn't like, keep up anymore. Yeah, essentially. I still had the sound, which was fine, I guess. But uh, Souls is where it's at for me right now. Um, that's where I think a lot of the viewers... Fucking bugs, dude. This dick. Um, <laughs> twat, as I've learned today that it is called. Twat. Yes. He hates Souls so much just because like he's watched it for the past two years and you know everyone's doing the runs, yada, yada, yada. But it's a lot of fun to watch and it's a lot of fun to be a part of. And it's like, if you think watching a Spyro run is, you know, watch me get towards the end of that, but then you're watching me p- potentially on a deathless run on Cinder. It's like that adrenaline is going to be more there. Cause these people know what it's like to challenge run a, a souls game. If not by playing, if by watching, and it's a lot more adrenaline pumping, even now on a casual run where I've already died six times you know, at one certain boss, even when I'm about to beat it for the real time, my, my heart's pumping just as hard as it was on those spiral runs. So that's something, that's my issue. I'm an adrenaline junkie and I, I like to feel that. I like to feel that heart race. I don't like to go bungee jumping and shit. That's not for me. I'll just play a really hard video game and feel accomplished at the end of it. No, but it's a lot of fun. I, I have sold my soul to souls. Well, you know, Fair enough to uh, to each their own, I suppose. Oh, it's you now. Don't pretend like it's not. Oh, listen, man. I'm I'm streaming Dark Souls three uh, every now and then uh, yep, because that's how it starts. It, 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 I promise you, it won't stay this way. <laughs> I, I promise you, it won't stay this way. I am not good at those games at all. And like, even just the other night when you were. When you were in the chat and you were like, yeah, uh, I mean, I was telling you this earlier, but you were like telling me where to go and stuff like that. I like every time, every single time that I got close to dying, I was like, fuck, I look like a fucking moron to these people who are watching me. It was like three people, but still. Like, and I, it's like I felt that way, too, and I still do. Like people are like this fucking idiot. But at the same time, I forgot who said it. It's like people enjoy just seeing someone play for the first time. And I do, too, because you get to see them go through the trials and the tribulations and just the overall hardships that that game comes with. Mm. It's it's fucking rough, man. Uh, but it's a lot of fun to watch someone figure it out, too. And it was like that's why I enjoyed watching you. Of course, it's souls. I don't get bored of that. But it was just watch fun watching you go about your journey. 
essentially. I'm excited to uh, to get. I, I think when I when I was playing it the first time back in uh, what didn't it come out? 2017, 16, 2016. So when I was playing it for the first time back in 2016, I I'm pretty sure I got to the what is it? Deacons of the Deep. I think is the mm. name. Yeah, and I couldn't beat it. I, I couldn't fucking beat the boss, so I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not playing anymore." Um, so, he so said I'm excited to get back there and hopefully, hopefully progress forward. Because uh, I was watching you the other day on stream, and you you kind of just was like, you just went through it like no problem. I was like, "Cool." Yep. I guess this boss is actually really easy, and I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's easy if you watch Hob and Dino and all these other people stream, and you know what to do. That's the only reason. It's like I can watch all these people, and luckily the community that I'm a part of, 90% of them play Dark Souls. So I can watch these people who are so fantastic at the game, and I can take what I learn and try to apply it in the game, but I still have people in my chat saying, hey, you need to be doing this, 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 and this. And they're walking me through it like I was trying to, you know, help you through it the other night, too. So that's what I like about it. It's people like to help each other. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun experience. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll see how it goes for me. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get to my I, I mean, I'll talk about it later uh, when we get to the, the Twitch stuff. But I'm excited to get to my PS1 games that I know like the back of my hand. That's what yeah. I'm excited to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, you know, this is kind of awkward. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was going great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it was going fine until you said it was awkward. Now it's awkward. <laughs> weird. Listen, how how do you do a a live show topic? Uh, you don't. That's how. Okay. Um, I only half tease as I've had and listen. Uh, peek behind the curtain, if you will. Okay. Whenever I write so seductively, huh? just wait. Oh God, that's on video now. Jesus, God damn it! Yeah, I'm gonna clip that shit. (laughs) All right, well, hey, bro, you did it, not us. I yeah. See, this is. I don't want to ever do this again because of stupid shit like that. (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, peek behind the curtain. I write the intros to the topics every week. Um, so this is me reading verbatim what I wrote. So, um, mm. where was I? Uh, well, this is awkward. Oh yeah. Yeah. I only half tease as I've had an absolutely crazy week and get, getting things done in any sort of timely manner has been an absolute nightmare for me. So with that said, and the fact that we are currently live on the internet things, that is a, that, that is what we're doing, right? We're, yeah. we're on the internet. I think so. Are, are we on the YouTubes? Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I don't know if you can say that word on here. Oh, yeah. Oh, TOS, TOS. Yep. Um, anyway, uh, we're live on the internet things and can get feedback from the viewers and community in real time. We thought it would be a nice little news-based show for you. Uh, so we're going to be reading some news bits and... We're not going to be reading, uh, except for one, because that's all I could write. Uh, And we're going to give our thoughts on them, allowing you to chime in as a live viewer. Sounds like fun, right? Well, that it will be. So let's jump right in. Uh, New story number one. I'm going to read this because I wrote it, and I 
Yeah. In a rather strange and somewhat quiet move, Sony has made the decision to, quote, restructure, end quote, one of its first-party studios around one team. Japan Studio, Sony's first first-party studio, will be restructuring around the internal team known as Team Asobi, the developers behind the critically well-received Astrobot series. This news comes hot off the heels of news that a majority of the staff was let go after their contracts were not renewed. This may come as a surprise to many as Japan Studio was has a long and storied history within the PlayStation ecosystem. The studios behind some well-regarded titles in Gravity Rush, Ape Escape, and Wild Arms, as well as helping with external del- external development on many widely acclaimed games such as Shadow of the Colossus, Siren, and Bloodborne. Uh, so I wanted to bring this up because one, um, this sucks for me as someone who has been a PlayStation, uh, I don't want to say fanboy, but like a PlayStation fanboy for a very, very long time. Uh, I had it pulled up earlier. Let me go back to it. Uh, Japan Studio. Japan Studio made, they were formed in, in 1994, uh, and they made Parappa the Rapper. They made Wild Arms. They made Alundra. Uh, they made everybody's golf. They made, oh man, like Legend of Lagaya. I mean, they're the list of games that they made from <clears throat> like '98 to probably oh, that's 2002 is Ico or Eco, however you want to say it. But I- anywhere from like '98 to probably around like 2005 is like unfucking beatable like there are so many games that came out of the studio that are just like top fucking notch and for me it's i haven't played the astrobot games so i can't speak to their quality i've heard nothing but excellent games about them but like this was the team that made legend of the dragoon like i i would prefer to not see them go uh and it just kind of fucking sucks, especially when you consider since probably the tail end of the PS3, Sony has been kind of like restructuring their organization to where they're more of a Western focused studio or not studio, but like Western focused company. Like yep. the Vita is huge in Japan. Sure. But the switch is bigger. Like the switch is fucking dominating in Japan. It's, it's fucking gigantic. So like Nintendo has a foothold over there and like Sony is just kind of like seeding that and they're becoming more like they, they're working with like naughty dog and sucker punch. And like, I feel like just letting this go is them sort of losing a little bit of their identity, if that makes sense. And that's sad for me. For sure. I don't. So I'm trying to look through some of the games that they've actually made. I've not played a single one of these. I know what they are, but I've actually never played a single one. I was trying to find just anything, but I don't. I don't have any. I know Ape Escape, and you know, I go yeah. and all the ones that you mentioned. I I know by cover art at least, but it's just weird that I've never played a game by these guys. I haven't either. I look too. Uh, have you played Bloodborne? Who? Which one? Uh, Dylan. Did you say Bloodborne? Yeah, they helped develop Bloodborne. 
It was uh, from oh, okay. software and uh, and Japan Studio. Like, well, you threw me for a loop. I didn't know that. I'm still not going to give it to him though because I feel like it's more from soft. Okay, I mean, fair enough. <laughs> but that said, no, I had no idea that was a thing. You hit me with a fucking curveball, dude. I had no idea. But I'm yeah. still like, I I just don't know any of these, and I don't know why. Are they? Do they have a lot of uh, like their hands in the pot and different things? Is it kind of? Yeah, like it's that? kind of like London Studios. Like London Studios, uh, they're kind of like they helped usher in stuff from. Um, What's the the little big planet guys? Media molecule, the, like they oh. helped a lot with that stuff. And then the the stuff that they actually developed themselves was stuff like SingStar and iPad and shit like that. And that like that was London Studio, but like so they only published recently. like Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah, they were they originally helped on Demon Souls back in what was that like two thousand nine? Yeah, that's fucking weird, dude. Yeah, strange. It, it, so. I don't know. I, I don't know a lot about them because, like Dylan, I've never. I, I don't think that I've played a single one of those titles. You um, made neck. But yeah, that, yeah. That is not a. That's not a bright spot on their resume. <laughs> that seems like just a just such a strange move for Sony, though. Like that. I don't know. Well, what I'm what I was thinking is like, so, The Last of Us Part Two, Uncharted Four. And I guess what the last of us were all big commercial and critical successes. Yeah. Sucker punch. You had ghost of Tsushima, which was critically and commercially well-received. And then the infamous series, which is really, Mm -hmm. really well-received across the board. Then you have insomniac with Spider-Man being one of the best selling games on the, uh, like of the generation. You have Santa Monica studios, all of these are American studios. They released the PS4 in America first, whereas before then it had either been Japan first or like a worldwide release. It it had never been one of those situations where they came to America first until the PS4. And that like, to me, it seems it it is a weird move, but it like, it makes sense. Yeah, in it the makes sense with what they're going doing. for now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it, I, I'm seeing what you're putting down. I did have a big what the fuck though because I didn't know that they were the full on. Are they the full on developer of the Last Guardian? No, they. Well, sort of. Uh, they like split it with Gen Design. Yeah, yeah. Because Team Eco was actually, if I remember correctly, they were an internal studio inside of Japan Studio when they were making Eco, and then. And then Team Eco broke off or whatever. Um, and okay, because that was the one that I was actually like, "Holy shit!" Like that—that's one that I truly know. Yeah. Um, all the other ones were just like, "Yeah, I recognize it," but that one was like a whoa. Yeah, Team Eco worked out of the Japan Studio offices for a very long time, and Japan Studio helped them on all three of their their huge games. So, so, so to t- the takeaway from all this is that it, you know, no big deal. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're you're not wrong for people who uh, uh, aren't as invested in nostalgia as I am. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that must suck for you. Yeah, I, I, I'm like, I want another ape escape, guys. And they're like, no. Yeah. We're tearing we'll the studio down. Games. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. sad day. 
Yeah. Um, so this probably, I probably should have put number one, but um, I don't know. I'm an idiot. Uh, earlier today, it became official, official, the deal between Microsoft and Bethesda. So, uh, again, they're coming home. I only, I only got to write the, uh, write the one, but, uh, according to this, uh, Phil Spencer released a statement saying our goal is to give these teams the best foundation for doing their greatest work and learn from them as we continue to build Xbox into an inclusive platform for all players. This is the next step in building an industry leading first party studios team, a commitment we have to our Xbox community with the addition of Bethesda creative teams. Gamers should know that Xbox consoles, PC and game pass will be the best place to experience new Bethesda games, including some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players. Uh, so it got passed through the EU. Uh, that was like the last holdup because they needed to check on things. I don't know how Europe works. Um, but they held the backwards. Thing up. Yes, yeah. Some some might say so. Uh, but the the big thing that I wanted to take away and maybe frame this conversation around was <clears throat> now that it has happened, uh, Phil Spencer came out and said that game uh, Xbox PC and Game Pass will be the best place to experience new games, including some new titles in the future that will be exclusive to Xbox and PC players. It has been speculated for basically the entire time that this deal has been like announced or whatever, that you would not see any Bethesda games Staying on only on Microsoft, they they wouldn't be yeah 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 Microsoft that they that Microsoft was going to play the game where they put it on everything and PlayStation was going to keep them and and whatever. But like Phil Spencer came out and said, including new titles in the future that will be exclusive. That's really interesting. I, I yeah I yeah they um I, I I'm reading right now. Because uh, I actually, as you were talking, I saw a uh, an article that had a uh, um, the guy and the dog from Fallout Four. So of course I was going to click on it, and uh, they apparently they're going to do a presentation on Thursday that will go into more detail on what the acquisition will mean for both companies, and we'll learn about uh, new game uh, new games that are coming to Game Pass. I. The context of that was weird. I don't know if they mean new titles that we don't know about or if they mean 10-year-old Bethesda games that everybody's played a thousand times that are now... I think it probably means that that one. I think so, too. (laughs) I can hope, though, okay? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can hope for new stuff from them that's not trash. For sure. For sure. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, Dylan, you play on PC, so it doesn't affect you, I don't think. I, I don't think any of us are exclusively PlayStation gamers, so I don't think this news really affects us too much, but I am in... Imagine being exclusive to a console. Yeah. It must be weird. That must <laughs> suck. Huh. Oh, you must be strange. fucking filthy PC casual. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm in several communities, or I I say I'm in several communities. I am in at least one community and am a uh, sort of like lurker. Like in a another. in another. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. is like very play sa- PlayStation focused. And to me, this news is just, 
as someone who is like console agnostic and really likes the Xbox ecosystem, it it like I'm like giddy. I'm like fuck you guys. You guys said Xbox didn't have any games. Fuck you. <laughs> like I don't know. Is console agnostic a real thing? Yeah, you, well, because you have all the fucking fanboys. You know, you have the people who are like, "I only play Xbox. I only play Nintendo. Whatever." But like, yeah, I, I genuinely enjoy every single one of the systems in different ways. Like, mm-hmm. I love my. I Switch. used to just call that being a gamer, not agnostic. Right, right. Well, Fuck. It's because it's because there there's this weird. I don't. Uh, this is something I don't understand, but like, there's this weird, like, I'm trying to f- find the words to express what I'm trying to say. Like c- combativeness, I guess. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what like, you're where, saying. Like, yeah. If you, if you like something and then someone else is like, well, what about this thing? They automatically think that you're attacking them like yeah. automatically. And it's mm-hmm. like this like self-defense sort of thing. So like, if you're like, God, I love PlayStation shit. And someone says, yeah, well, Xbox is pretty cool, too. The PlayStation guy will be like, no, no, fuck you. And it's hey, like, I'm just saying it is it is always the PlayStation guy that attacks first. <laughs> it is always the PlayStation guys that attack first. I mean, eh, I I guess so. It, you, it was weird I when mean, I used to work. Uh, well, I didn't work at GameStop during the 360 days, but like. I came in at the tail end of that when Xbox was still on top and Xbox people would always come in and talk shit about PlayStation. I was like, like, why? It doesn't fucking yeah. matter. And then, then those same fucking Xbox fanboys, when the PS4 came out and was like eating Xbox's lunch, they would come in and they'd be like, tail tucked between their fucking legs. And if anybody from the PlayStation side of things would like, come at them they would be like what, what is this bullshit i'm like you just did the same fucking thing yeah i for me from what i've seen like the biggest thing that it stems from is usually somebody like falling in love with a particular game and then uh they they assume especially if that well i guess only if that game's an, ex- an exclusive like take spider-man for example mm-hmm. like um you know, people who who absolutely fall head over heels for Spider-Man, which is fair. Spider-Man's really fucking good. Spider-Man is a phenomenal title for the PS4. And then they're like, oh, well, shit, this game is only on PS4. That must that must mean PS4 is the best console of all fucking time. And if you don't agree with me, then you're fucking wrong. You're a fucking idiot. And I feel like that's where it stems from. Like people fall in love with one game or franchise or another. And then if that franchise is an exclusive, um, they kind of tend to um, bandwagon that console, I guess Mm -hmm. is what I'm trying to say. And um, that's goofy. That's that's stupid mentality. Yeah, I agree. All consoles are tight. Especially the Switch. Unless you're Dylan and you only play on a $2,000 PC. (laughs) <laughs> oh, more than that no, oh, I'm he, sure he saved up for it he he deserves it <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if I had to pick a new console it'd be the PS5 but you know why demon souls you, yep. you little bitch <laughs> yep. I'm sure all 13 people in the United States that own one would agree <sighs> yeah I think I watched those 13 people play demon souls <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not. I mean, I want to play Demon Souls. I'm bad at those games, and I've only ever played the first Souls game. But it, I think that game looks fucking gorgeous. Honestly, it looks it looks beautiful. For sure. I would love to get my hands on it if Sony weren't such piece of shits about the way they operate. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, it's it's hard to find a PS5. It's going to be even harder to find a Super Switch. Number three. <laughs> Bad transition, uh, police. Yeah, man, I, I tried. I hate I, that you called it a super switch, dude. No, that's such that's a what good everybody name. else is calling it, though. It's a terrible fucking name, but that's no, what you're fucking crazy. It. It's so it's bad. It's called the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It should be called the Super Switch. Terrible. <laughs> fucking well, anyway, um, there have been rumors and leaks out the fucking wazoo, uh, and it's pretty much all but confirmed that Nintendo is working on a Switch Pro or a Super Switch or whatever, uh, and that production is supposed to start on it, like mass production is supposed to start on it in June. So, uh, I don't know that I buy that, but well, that that's what they're saying. Um, some of the rumored games that could release on it, they're talking about the legend of Zelda, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild 2. They're talking about the Legends yep. RCS game we talked about last week. Uh, and it's supposed to have a bigger screen, seven inches, that outputs at 720, but when it is docked, will output to 4K. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so the Nintendo hasn't confirmed it yet, but I, it's basically been all but confirmed. Like, rumor, yeah. like there have been like uh, pictures of it leaked on reddit and shit like that Mm -hmm. so or at least the 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 kind of like prototype that they're working with yeah so i this is interesting news i think the biggest way nintendo guy yeah i'll do that um i think the biggest reason why i don't buy it is because we've had the exact same rumors with the exact same week saying the exact same thing since 2018 uh, every year it's the same fucking thing over and over. They're like, oh, they're going to do it this year. And then they don't do it. And everybody's like, oh, well, they're going to do it next year. Like, uh, I don't care if they do it. Don't if they don't. I, I, I will tell you, uh, I swear to fucking God, if they make Breath of the Wild 2 an exclusive to another to the next Nintendo console and scalpers take advantage of that, like I know they're fucking going to, I will burn cities to the fucking ground. I will be so heartbroken and devastated if I'm not able to get my hands on one. <laughs> but I mean, I, it's probably it, it, I don't see Breath of the Wild 2 being exclusive because I I don't I don't know, man. I think it's coming this year. I wholeheartedly think it's coming this year. So I don't see them making that. A, I, I, I mean, they might do the same thing that they did with the Wii U and put it on the uh, put it on the switch and your super switch, whatever the fuck you wanted to call it. But, um, ah, God, I fucking hope they don't do that. That'll drive a stake right through my fucking heart, dude. <laughs> I'll be so upset. You guys won't hear from me for months. <laughs> I'll be fucking devastated. But uh, who knows? But then again, it is also Nintendo. Uh, I'm, you know, Nintendo handled the shortage of their stock. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, Nintendo handled that shit well. They were ramping up production. They were pumping those things out like like they were fucking chickens, dude. Like they they were pumping those things out like a motherfucker. And it, it I don't really see them having the same issues of stock that 
that Sony and Xbox had. Just because they they usually don't they usually don't have those issues. Well, yeah, they don't have those issues because they artificially uh, make their system scarce. Like when when the Nintendo Switch came out, there this was in like 2017, oh. right? Mm-hmm. They had more stock than they were selling. Oh they, yeah, they they sure. make their stuff well in advance that so they know that. They know that they have the stock, but they're just like, well, we're going to sell through it. Yeah. And, and like, they're smart about the way that they do things. They, mm. they seriously make everything as limited as possible. And then they're like, <laughs> and then after like six you. months, they're like, okay, here's all of it at once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I'm cool with that. I'm so. fine with that. It's like, in my opinion, it's better than what Nintendo and Sony have been doing for the last like six months. So, well, I mean, that's a that's a whole other thing. Microsoft and and Sony should not have released their systems, but I'm, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not gonna <laughs> as long as I get better looking Pokemon, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he's. Well, that's what Dylan's concerned over. I mean, you might, but it is still might. Game Freak, so you might not. I don't know. It might not be Game Freak no more. Yeah, I mean, uh, if Legends dude, I, I don't think it should bombs. be. No, <laughs> I don't think it should be Game Freak anymore. I don't think it should have been Game Freak for a long time. Yeah, you, you're but. a Game Freak hater. Who me? Same. Yeah, no, no. I'm old school Game Freak appreciative, but I hate what it is now. Yeah, I hate everything that they've done after X and Y for the most part. It's where the series really went downhill. <laughs> We can go on now. We can move on. I love on. how much you hate that game. Because <laughs> it's bad, dude. It's the worst game in the franchise. Like, I, I swear to God, I, I can I can make a PowerPoint as to why that game is so fucking bad and why it's the worst in the franchise. All right. Well, I guess you're entitled to your own opinions or whatever. <laughs> um, all right. Moving on. Anthem. You, oh, Jesus you guys Christ. remember Anthem? That's still real. That was a thing. That was a thing that happened. Well, it's officially dead. Thank God. Uh, I'm actually because I find this in particular so interesting. I'm going to look up um, the exact timeline of this. But Anthem was oh God damn it! Not Anthem Healthcare. That's not a You might thing. need it, so you know, take it seriously. <laughs> Leave that right. tab open. Make another one. Yeah. So Book Anthem. Market? Uh no, I uh, not not happening. Um uh, bookmarking it? What the fuck do you have against bookmarks? Uh I don't like them. I think that they are vile creations uh from Google to uh I don't even use Google. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. <laughs> I was I was trying to riff and it just didn't work, man. Okay, but do you really not like bookmarks? Uh, They're so helpful, though. Like I I don't. Unless you accidentally bookmark for you. No, that is so weird to me. Like my life is like a click away. You know what I mean? I just have like the little icons. Like I go into like Twitch and I go to make it a favorite. Mm Hmm. Bookmark. It says bookmark. Whatever. Go to make it a bookmark, and then I delete the name, and then I'm just left with the tiny little icon that all I have to do is click and go. Hmm. Oh, I mean, you, I don't know. Tell I'm, me you don't use bookmarks? 
I don't use them just because I, I genuinely forget that it's a, a function that I have access to. Yeah, exactly. Fucking boomer. <laughs> All right. Both of you. All right, guy. All right. All right, fella. I'm guy. so offended that you do not use bookmarks. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I just forget. Tell me you genuinely forget they're there. Yeah. Oh, um, my God. Imagine typing in the same website over and over and over again and then thinking this could be easier or never thinking it in your case. Well, Pornhub's not exactly super hard to type in, so it's very short. Well, you only have to, you know, you're using one hand. That is true. That is true. All right. I've, okay, fine. Listen. <laughs> so the basically the way the uh, anthem is dead i mean th- okay. that's that's the uh, the short of it but i i just want to list this out okay so in 2012 bioware uh was it hang on i lost it edmonton it just says fucking bioware in the goddamn wikipedia article all right but in 2012 they released mass effect 3 all right mm-hmm. they then began began production on or at least pre-production under Casey Hudson who was the kind of overseer of Mass Effect yeah all right so then they they worked on it for a very long time and eventually um it was presented at E3 2014 as sort of like a series of like um not really like test footage, but it was like a uh, like proof of concept sort of thing. All right. And then in August of 2014, so this would have been, I think, about two months after that E3 showcased, um, Casey Hudson left Bioware. He went to go work for Microsoft. Okay. Well, after that, um, the team kind of worked on some weird stuff, but like they didn't know what they were doing. So eventually the dragon age writer, uh, David Gator was like assigned to come help work on them to focus like what they were doing. And he was going to like help with the story and, and stuff like that. Well, then he left Bioware in early 2016. Okay. (laughs) This shit is fucking wild, dude. From 2016 to 2017, all right, the game released in uh, February of 2019, but from 2016 to 2017, it changed several different times, and then active development for the game did not fucking start until midway through 28 or 2017. The game released in, like I said, February of 2019. In basically 18 months, they built this game. It shows. It, yeah. Right? Like it very much out. shows. And, and fucking no one played it because it was a broken, busted mess. Yeah, when it was first wall. announced, I thought, you know, this shit looks pretty cool. And then little did I know what I saw in the, you know, game demo is actually the true game and they weren't still going to do anything with it. It's like, okay, it's cool that I can fly around for the first five minutes, but now what do I do? Yeah. Right. I I was so intent on not purchasing that game because like uh, I played the demo and I was like, demo's okay. It, it was kind of shitty, but it was a demo, so maybe the full full release will be better. But I was like, 
I'm not gonna buy it. I'm gonna wait a couple months, see what people are saying about it, wait for it to go on sale or whatever, because it, it inevitably would. Um, funny enough, I, I think I, I, well, I think it was Black Friday that year, uh, 2019. Uh, you could actually get Anthem from GameStop for two dollars. That was part of their Black Friday special. Brand new copy of Anthem for two dollars. I mean, that um, sounds about right. But uh, I, I was very adamant about not buying that game. And I remember me and Madison were at GameStop. They had a big-ass poster for Anthem. And Madison was like, hey, like, didn't you want to pre-order that? And I was like, no, it was kind of shit. I don't think I want it. She was like, yeah, but it's like a mech suit that you can customize. Are you sure you don't want it? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, let me, go, let me go ahead and put a pre-order down just in case. Um, so I pre-ordered the $100 gold edition. So I could play it a couple days earlier because I think I think with the gold edition you got to play it like three days early. Yeah. I took vacation off of work to play that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I wasted a vacation day because I'm not joking you. I started playing. So I'm I'm first of all I'm really weird when I take vacation days. If I take vacation days, I wake up at six o'clock because I have in my head okay. No matter what I do from 6 o'clock this morning to 6 o'clock tonight, I'm getting paid for it. Regardless of what I do, I'm technically getting paid for it. So I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m., get paid to play Anthem. By 7.30 in the morning, I was like, I, I want a refund, and I fucking hate this game. This is fucking awful. And uh, I haven't played it since. I think I re-downloaded it like three months later because everyone was like, Ooh, they fixed Anthem. It's great now. No, fuck you. It was still terrible. And I'm still mad that I wasted $100. Thank you. So <laughs> I will be very cautious uh, from from buying anything from BioWare again. And that that's actually, that's actually one of the reasons why if it's not a first-party Nintendo game, I'm probably not going to pre-order it. This is probably not going to happen. You shouldn't pre-order anything, but um, well, you're wrong. Own, but that's, that's my cool. own bias, I guess. <clears throat> um, so, I that timeline is kind of fucked. But listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Listening. Game comes out in February 2019. Okay. They have a roadmap detailed of what they're going to do in August of 2019. After several months of delays, the first little piece of the the timed content comes out the very next month they say uh well we're actually not going to do that anymore that's being dropped we're gonna we're gonna go to seasonal updates so we can improve the core issues of the game <laughs> october saw the first seasonal content launch <laughs> then in february 2020 so this is three months later they're like uh, we're actually going to end the seasonal update because we want to look on boot, uh, rebooting the game. And f since then, since then, they've been working on rebooting the game. And then EA just canceled it. This game has been a fucking shit Good. show from the very beginning. And that... It's like, when do you as a business look at a failed project and, you know, think to yourself, we should stop? <laughs> You know, it took them too long to come to that conclusion. I think what it was, I don't know if you guys read the the Jason Schreier report on like basically the, the turmoil behind this game, but I think that like originally they thought that they were going to make something new and it still be like the single player like BioWare game and then EA was kind of like, uh, "Listen, we kind of want you guys to do a live service game." So, can you just like do that? Yeah. 
And then from there, like they didn't know what the fuck they, they didn't know how to do that. And like, if, if this is the same article I'm remembering correctly, like there were people who were interviewed in the article who were saying like, well, we, we didn't know how to do any of this stuff. So we looked to other games for reference. And one of them was destiny, but like, we couldn't say anything about that sort of stuff in our meetings because the, the upper heads of the studio and like the people from EA would be like, well, no, you can't do anything like that game. But like, that's the game that kind of built live service games. Yeah. That's, that's like the pioneer of that. Yeah. Yeah, So like, why would you not look at them? Like that doesn't make any sense. So let me ask you this. Do you, do you think Anthem would have been maybe not better received, but just better overall had it not have been a live service title? No. To me, yes. I think it would have. But they would have had to have invested into like a single player idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. If yeah. they would have taken all their resources instead of directing it towards a live service, directed it towards creating some kind of great story made it something more like instead of destiny folk and this mm-hmm. is, you know broad but something like borderlands you know make it that looter shooter in a badass mm-hmm. futuristic place where you can customize a mech suit you know yeah i go on yeah no i mean that was <laughs> essentially it it's just yeah they missed an opportunity and instead took it and tried to funnel money into it and think it'll fix the problem and then they canceled the game not even what two years old yeah not even yeah i I, it had potential like i think as a single player story like i think the lore behind the game was super fucking interesting yes yeah the Um, world behind it is fucking cool as shit and the whole mech suits thing like i think that was really cool and I, i was talking with my buddy sean about this um i don't know if he's watching he said he was or he was going to. I don't know if he did and you know, whatever. But uh, I was talking to him a couple months ago about Anthem specifically. And we were like, you know, they have made it more of more of just like a normal single player game. But then maybe because of the mech suits, maybe had like a PvP element. They were we were like, that would have been fucking cool. That would have been awesome. That would have been much better than whatever garbage pile we fucking got. Because I I. I to me, Anthem is the second worst video game that I've ever played. Oh. Yeah. No, don't you fuck. What's the first? Uh, you really want to know what my first one is? If you say I Pokemon have, X yeah. and Y, I'm going to fucking... No, 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 no. That's like, that's like three or four. Shut the fuck up. But uh, funny enough, the worst game that I think I've ever played is Sonic the Hedgehog 2006. Okay, that's fine. I was yeah, making sure it wasn't fair. Pokemon X. That's, that's a super fucking terrible game, and I actually think it might be the worst video game I've ever played. It's fucking broken as shit, dude. It's so bad. It's so I, I sometimes I want to go back and replay it just so I can point and laugh at it. But it, it, the whole hedgehog kiss making out with a person thing at the end that was weird, and they knew that was weird, and they were like, "We're gonna fucking run with it anyway." <laughs> Some people are into it. You know what's... Uh, they shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, pretty I, sure it's illegal. Have you... Have either of you guys played Super Mario Odyssey? Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay, so... Uh, shut Unfortunately, up. Unfortunately, shut up. Great. <laughs> uh, so, Mario's supposed to be a human man, right? 
Yeah. And then you go into New Donk City and then you interact with other humans, but yeah. you don't look anything like them. Like, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah, that's super, that was super that was a super weird design choice on Nintendo's part. Yeah. They totally could have made everybody in that city look like Mario or have the yeah. same like body proportions as the characters mm-hmm. from Mario. But they were like, no, let's make them just normal people. Yeah, it's fucking it's weird. Game off weird. <laughs> I never finished that game though. Oh, Maybe one day. It's on my list. It's on my list for this year. I fucking love Odyssey. Dylan's shaking um, his head over there. Well, why do you hate why do you hate Mario so much, Dylan? I don't want to get into it. It's just another it's it. just another platformer. It sucks so bad, dude. And it's so handholdy. Odyssey what? was such a bitch game. Uh I will give you this. I will give you this. I feel yeah. like Odyssey was was a little bit more handholdy than than some of the other Mario titles. But I don't know. But like I, Mario sixty four, like all of them? You just hate all of them? I mean, I like the two D ones from back in the day. That's pretty cool. Well, I mean, those okay. are the best ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's fair. That's yeah. what I played. They were the best ones, I think. All right. Well, uh, going from Bioware back to Bioware, uh, oh. this one will be a relatively quicky one. Um, yeah. With the, I think that. Uh, I know, right? With the uh, with the news that um, Anthem 2.0 was being ended, uh, there also came the news that Dragon Age 4 will be a single player RPG and will have its uh, live service um, component taken out of it. So that's what uh, I just said, you know, for the Anthem side of it, I think they, I don't know. They just fucked up. Yeah. You look at a game like that. They did not do what they promised. Yeah. They essentially tanked the fucking game. Let's not do it twice. I feel like every live service game other than Destiny has just not done what they promised. Destiny is a killer game. It is. And they're listening to the fan base. They're going to delay their the expansion that they had coming out this year. Yeah. Push about the next year. But it's because they're focusing on the game a little bit. And they're listening to the feedback of the players. Yeah, that's that's what uh, you need to do for a game like that. Oh, yeah. And it seems like every every dev team that's made live service games is just like, all right, it's here. Fuck our player base. We don't care. Um, with the, with now, hold, hold on, let me back step a little bit. Um, I think Bethesda has handled 76 fairly well after launch. I think I personally, yeah. I think fallout 76 is dope the way it is now. I, I, I thoroughly fucking enjoy it. It was awful when it came out once again, uh, paid 80 bucks for it. Um, it was awful when it fucking came out, but. I also, I kind of knew I wasn't really going to be into it. I was just like, oh, it's a Fallout game. I guess I'll buy it anyway. And so I did. Yeah, Bugs has been playing the shit out of it. He said over the past few months, it's become something fantastic. It has, dude. I fucking, I I need to go back and play it. I haven't played it in a while. I wish I could be in the Fallout. I'm just not. But I'm glad it's becoming something for the players. I, I think it's really funny how you're either... You're either super into Skyrim or you're super into Fallout. There's no I very rarely do you meet somebody that's super into both. Yep. 
Oh, Bugs is that person. Yeah, for sure. Actually, and that's awesome. You you don't yeah. you don't see too many people. Usually, somebody loves the other and completely shits on the loves one and completely shits on the yeah, other. I'm not a Fallout person, dude. See, yeah, and I'm I'm definitely not a fucking Skyrim per- or Elder Scrolls person. If they dropped a 10 year anniversary Skyrim, I pick that shit up just as is. It can look the exact same. Still gonna buy it. Yeah, love Skyrim. I feel the same way about I don't care. anything Fallout related. Honestly. They need, to, the they need to port those games to the Switch, bro. We have Skyrim. Why don't we have Fallout on the Switch? Yeah, they all look like shit. It should run fine. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They look exactly like Skyrim, just in a different setting. And they're running on an engine that was made in, like, 1997. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, buggy, buggy little messes. Buggy little messes. Uh, I wanted to throw this in there just simply because I thought that it was interesting that uh, not only is it because they're they're doing away with Anthem next because Anthem obviously had its fucking like shit show, but also they uh, said that um, they saw it was the result of Star Wars Fallen Order's uh, success, like how well it sold, and that to me is just fucking insane. Like you 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 mean that Mass Effect Three? Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 1, fucking uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age Origins, all those games that sold really fucking well, and you're like, oh, well, maybe live service is the way to go, but then, like, this one game that has a a pretty modest success, you're like, oh, maybe we should do single-player content. Maybe don't take your fucking single-player RPG studio and try to make them make a live service game, you fucking twat yeah i feel like i'm the only one that didn't like fallen order well you're crazy fallen order is great i'm not a fan <laughs> not into it austin I, I oh are you shitting me i didn't know about the next one. Oh yeah what i mean that's not bad i just they're gonna start buying so much shit i feel Dude, like they they're they are for sure um so still the next one no, never mind. go on go on go on <laughs> I mean, it's a genuine question. I I'm about again. to look it up. Uh, the next one, uh, next news item: Fortnite developer Epic, also known for the uh, the much maligned Epic, uh, what what is it called? The Epic Store, uh, the Epic Game Epic Store, Game Store. Um, which I, I don't understand that, but whatever. Anyway, they bought the Fall Guys studio, Mediatonic. Um, it was announced. When was this? This was uh, March 2nd. So this was almost a week ago. No, it was exactly a week ago. It was last Tuesday um, that they were acquiring um, Mediatonic, who are the guys who make the Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout game. Um, They did not confirm any of the details for the deal, uh, but they did say that any of the stuff that they had coming out, so like the, the stuff that's already on PC and PlayStation, or the stuff that is coming to Xbox and Switch, none of that stuff will change. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Where do you guys... This one's a weird one to me. It's kind of weird in the same way that I feel like uh, Epic buying um, Psionics, the developer yeah. for... Uh, oh, God, what's the... Uh, Rocket League. Um I thought that that was a weird thing. Like 
these are two relatively small studios that, I mean, they did have giant hits on their hands for sure, but like, I don't know, this one just is weird to me. It's not not a completely dead game either. I'm looking, it's like the 52nd viewed game on Twitch, which isn't terrible, really. I mean, it's still, yeah. It's still, I mean, it's it's beaten out. So, well, funny enough, the podcast channel's just below that. And then, I mean, coming in above it, which kind of surprised me, Pokemon Sword and Shield's coming in at the 49th game. It's still beaten by games like Destiny 2 and Valheim. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, all the other games above that would make sense to be, you know, there's Modern Warfare and Ark and Rust and Rocket League is one of them. But these are, how I see that is that, Epic now has two games that are top 50 category for most popular games on Twitch. Yeah. Rocket League being the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleventh most popular game. Yeah. So people still give a shit. I yeah. think that's a good purchase for them, especially. I'm telling you, man, free to play for them has worked out for Rocket League. I would not be surprised the fall yeah. guys went free to play. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. I I think that'll be fine. Because I I can't wholeheartedly recommend somebody pick up Fall Guys for twenty bucks. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think the game is super fun for like twenty minutes, and then after that, you're just really. Frustrated. It looks like a good drunk game. Like, oh, it's super fun when you're fucked up. It's super. Fun. Yeah, but I could see that. Rocket League is a game that I am not trying to be fucked up on and play. No, no, sir. <laughs> I, I eat ass at Rocket League anyway, much less under the influence of any substances. Well, you eat ass regardless. So. I do what? You better eat ass regardless. Oh, yeah. I booty. Stay eating the booty, bro. It's like the best part. Honestly. Like a bag of groceries. Yeah. Oh, God. Dude, I'm derailing like a us. Like of groceries. Um, Not even a bag, a full shopping cart. Jesus Christ. This bothers me because <laughs> you just hurt you don't eat a brain. bag of groceries. You eat the, f- <laughs> the point. You fucking broke Dylan's brain. I guess right. so, bro. Uh, last one. Uh, this one I just thought was kind of You shouldn't funny. have even put this on here. No, I, I wanted to put this on here specifically because I know that... Uh, Real quick shout out to one Gilbert Kitchens, Mr. Gilbeasy. Um, I know that he is going to listen to this, and we had an argument about this the other day in one of the discords. Um, so Avengers, in a blog post, <laughs> in a blog post, they basically said that they were making changes to the uh, to the XP system that was going to slow things down, basically. Uh, and they said that the the reason to do this is um, basically they wanted the way that it was currently. This is what the devs said was that it was basically a straight line. Like it was just you leveled up so fucking quick that you didn't get to engage in all of the, the game's systems. So they're making it more of a curve uh, and that. They would be adding about three to five hours to reach the maximum level in total. Um, I wanted to bring this up one because again, I knew that uh, Gilbezi would be listening, <laughs> and we had a very long uh, debate about this and what its efficacy was. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I'm using that word right. I hope I'm using that word right. Maybe. I need to see this. Ability to produce, yeah, a desired or intended result. So I did use it right. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so first off, <laughs> what is this person's name? Uh, what What is his name? It, yeah. On almost all social media, it's at Gilbeezy Skit. Special shout out to you, Gilbeezy. You fuck. I got you. All right. I can't hate. That's fine. <laughs> what's, what's his actual name? Uh, Gilbert. What's the last part? Uh, kitchens. Oh, okay. You ever find that, like, would you find that weird if having the last name of, like, a, a room in your house? Like, if I was like you, Josh Bathroom? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's actually fitting, but kitchens. Oh, right, fuck like, you, you, you dick. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. I mean, there'd have to be some hella puns going on in the house. Does he have a wife, kids, family? Uh, no, he's They're relatively dead? young. I think he is yourish age he's maybe slightly oh, younger than say, you then fucking all right okay austin has many many years behind us so he has kids so th- my question is relevant yeah i just wondered that is like, true <laughs> i personally wouldn't take the name of someone named kitchens i'm just saying i would you know <laughs> i mean like yeah you know you're cute but i'm gonna keep my name <laughs> Oh my god, this has turned into a fucking roast. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> got a weird name, dude. All right, I like Mine's it. basic, so. I love you, Gilbeasy. Um, These guys are mm. fuckheads. I didn't uh, say anything. <laughs> I also I'm love that you kind of like it. semi-roasted Austin, too. He's got many years behind us. Yeah, he's still growing. Like I'm that much He's a growing he's old boy. Uh, he is. Anyway, uh, do you guys have any thoughts? I. It's like fucking <laughs> anthem, dude. It's like, how is this still relevant? Yeah, I, I don't even know why you even bothered to type that bullshit out on here. It's it's a trash game for trash people. Nobody cares. Nobody well, cares. It's not that bad. It's bad. It's not that bad. It's bad. I'm mad enough that I. I it's bad enough that I'm mad. I spent thirty dollars on it. You didn't spend thirty. Well, never mind. I guess if you split it with David, at yeah, Lord, me and you, me and David split it. So yeah, I did, and I regret it. Okay, so Josh, if you don't have kids, <laughs> you're going to die, and you're going to leave nothing. But what uh-huh. you will leave behind it's are a legacy of cats. Possibly, they're not going to talk about you, but your <laughs> friends might. Um, and then you know, once your friends die and they don't really pass on any of your stories. That's all. Like you're you're gone. Mm-hmm. You keep breathing life into the dead friend of Avengers. You just need to let it go. Like you're bringing up news stories right now. <laughs> it's it's time to go. It was such a long buildup just to say, hey, uh, let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's fair. Um, all right. Well, how about we talk about what we've been playing? Yeah, this is the good part. This oh. Good, good. It's fine, but you has you guys have like a really long list. Cut one out. <laughs> no, uh, well, I mean, I can actually, I can actually cut one of mine out because you're going to talk about it. So, and I kind of already Fucking talked cheated. about it. So, I don't. Um, I'm not cutting any of mine out. Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh, good. We get to hear about Zelda. Great. Go. All right. Yep. Uh, so I played 
the demo for Project Triangle Strategy. Pringle. Pring oh, Tringle. Yeah, yeah, because Austin doesn't know how to read. It's funny. It's no, really they don't know funny how to that fight. you don't know how to read, but in your in your pick of the week, look what you have written down. It's not that I don't know how to read. It's that the website I was reading didn't know how to type. That's not my problem or my fault. Is it? Uh, uh, it might be your fault. Who no, knows? it's not. It's not. <sighs> okay. Are you about to? Okay, I'll talk about it when we get there. Never mind. It's fine. What? What? No, what? Nothing. Your pick of the week bothers me. I don't like it. Why? <laughs> I have a bad problem with it. We'll get there in a just minute. Kinda, just because I don't tell you guys what I read doesn't mean that I don't read. You fucking look at picture books and read the comic dialogue. No, the I read actual <laughs> books, too, you piece of shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> as long as you got a book, dude. <laughs> oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't have to tell you guys about everything I do in my spare time. It's true. It's true. I'm just shocked you have time for reading. I'm Believe me. Me too. <laughs> Very surprised. All right. Go ahead. Holy shit. I don't even, I don't even fucking know what to say. Talk about your stupid Tringle. demo. Yeah. All right. Listen here, sir. All right. So I played this thing. Um... And I am <sighs> disappointed. I'm not disappointed. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not disappointed. I'm trying to think of. Go so when when they first announced this, and I saw the trailer, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Like I was like so excited because it looked like a Final Fantasy Tactics, and I've wanted a Final Fantasy Tactics game for so fucking long like i i adore that game that and like tactics ogre like i'm those are my shit man i fucking love those games and so i saw this and i was like oh this is fucking right up my alley it's got a beautiful like uh, excuse me that was the first burp of the night um it's got a beautiful sort of like uh pixel art like art style to it that is very much inspired by Octopath Traveler and this looks like everything that I could possibly want it to be and <clears throat> it looks pretty sick I'm not gonna lie I I, I so let, okay let me talk about the things I like first I think that the art style is gorgeous like I I really am like I this looks like a SNES game that I would have sunk fucking hours into. Like I am very, very in love with the art style. Um, I really liked a lot of what it was doing with the battles. It's very, uh, I mean, it's, it's very final fantasy tactics. I, it, it's different enough to where like, I'm not, like it kind of it kind of plays like a very good mix between Final Fantasy Tactics and Fire Emblem. And that really really fucking works for me because I love both those games. Yeah, for sure. And here's what I don't like. 
so admittedly it throws you in the middle it like it says it's uh when it when it pops up it gives you a little message saying hey this is just kind of like a, a teaser for the game we wanted to show you how the mechanics work and blah 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 and uh we're we're not going to give you really any context for what's going on with the story. And so maybe that's like an issue I have, but like <laughs> there, because you don't have the context, there are interactions that seem just so off, like just so incredibly off. Like there's in one scene, there was like um, two characters and they were talking to one another and like, like yelling at each other and one was like you were at my sister's cousin's wedding or some some stupid shit like that and i was like what like what like i why is that in here it's just a demo for the game like why would i it just it it felt stilted and yeah, like again it's it, it, maybe it's because i don't have the context for the for the situations that are going on but like it's it's one of those things that's like I don't know if it's still because of that, or I don't know if it's because it's bad writing. So, so there's that. The voice acting feels very wooden from several of the characters, especially the lead. I think the lead has the worst fucking voice acting. It, it's bad. It's really bad. Oh, oh, before you go any further, is is this a is this a first party Nintendo? Uh, no, this is from Square Enix. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's fair then. Okay. Um, it looks super cool, though, but I'm also not invested into it either. It's just something I pulled up, and I think what's really drawing me in is the art style. Yeah, yeah that art style is some, gorgeous. Yeah, there's some kind of dialogue and battle happening on a bridge right now. But, okay, so it has that look like you're talking about, but even in the background, I see the water, like, glistening, and slowly moving and it just really adds atmosphere to the whole thing because it looks beautiful i would probably play this game and i hate this kind of gameplay yeah. i would just want to play it for the art mm -hmm. yeah it's i don't know i'm cautiously optimistic there are things in it that i would just like oh boy um i don't know about this like in the first like <laughs> literally in the first like probably like two minutes of the demo a character dies and it's like it was shocking because i was like yeah i actually see blood and i was like i was not fucking expecting blood to be in here like what the fuck but it i think it was supposed to be shocking because a character died and i was like i don't fucking know what's happening yeah i don't know uh <clears throat> the game plays real good and it looks real pretty but i'm i'm not sold because i think that the the story has the potential to be ass. And I think that the voice acting yeah. the characters is ass. That's so that's, that's a problem I have with, with a lot of demos um, is like, like if you're going to do a demo, put me, put me at the start of the game. Don't, don't just put me in like a random situation that happens at any given point throughout the title, because I'm, I'm going to be less likely to, be interested in buying the finished product because like if you just throw me into a scenario with no giving with really no outside context like why the fuck should i care you know what i mean like why should i care that's why it's weird to me that 
I, I mean, is that that's what it sounds like is going on with this demo? Is that is that what's happening? Does it just kind of throw you into a random point? And that's yeah. fucking because then Square Enix did the demo for Dragon Quest Eleven that literally let you play the first ten hours of the fucking game. So like, that's super weird to me. I don't. That's that's a weird business move, and I don't really get behind that. I don't understand it, but whatever. It looks interesting. It, I mean, it does to the point where even I'm like, you know, intrigued by it, but I'm not going to play it. I just like the art. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. That's fair. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Austin, tell me about Breath of the Wild, you know, for the 900th time. You know, I actually don't think I've talked about Breath of the Wild that extensively on this podcast. So fuck mm, you. I think you have. Maybe. I, Wasn't I it like remember. one of your favorite games of all time? Yeah, it was. It totally was. Yeah, you fuck. Um, the very first episode, you shit. <laughs> and then every episode that followed. Uh, uh, I I just, I don't think there's anything else I can say about it, honestly. I just wholeheartedly fucking adore this game. This is my third playthrough, and it... I I like when I like when I can start a game up for the second, third, fourth, or fifth time, and I can still discover stuff that I didn't find in my first playthrough. Like like I'm doing all the same shrines and all the same divine beasts and all the same puzzles, but like like I'm I, like I'm noticing I'm solving them differently. Like I'm not I'm not using the same thought process that I did a year ago when when I played it for the first time, or you know six months after that when I played it for the second time. Um, it. it I, I just really fucking get behind games like that where I can come at this any way that I want to. And, you know, there might be 10, 20, 30, 40 different possible ways to find the solution. But you just kind of do it. You just don't really think about it. You just kind of start doing shit until it works. And uh, I, I think that game really excels because of that. And I just think Breath of the Wild. I, I think if you own a Switch and you haven't played Breath of the Wild, you are genuinely doing yourself a disservice. And you should, you should. So when's the hitless run coming? <laughs> when's the hitless master mode run coming? Uh, probably never because <laughs> every, let me tell you, I, I played this game. This is my third playthrough. I spent every one of my breaks at work today uh, trying to beat Thunderblight Ganon because fuck every bit of that boss fight because he has that one stupid attack at the end that you cannot parry and you cannot block. Your only option is to dodge. Otherwise, he's going to kill you in one hit. And I just fuck every bit of that, dude. I, I Doing a no-hit run in Breath of the Wild, I'm sure there are p- plenty of people that have already done it or currently are doing it. And fucking props to you because you have a set of steel balls that I will never carry. So, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck every bit of that. Although, maybe a deathless run is is, is possible. That has potential for sure, but that's not anytime fucking soon. Not any weird. Got too much other stuff going on, dude. Master Uh, mode is a nightmare in its own. Fuck that. Fuck out. Well, speaking of incredibly difficult games, Dylan, tell me about Spyro Three. Oh, do you like what I did there? I had that. I forgot I had it on my list, quite honestly. And you said it, and now I'm just instantly mad. I said that, and I highlighted Dark Souls three too. So I was like, oh yeah, insanely hard. Oh, I'm not on the dock. (laughs) Oh, you fuck! (laughs) I've been bouncing around the place. Uh, Fair enough. What was the question? Spyro three. Yeah, it sucks. (laughs) Um, 
first two games are great, and I could go back and play those and thoroughly enjoy myself, but Spyro 3 has kicked my ass, and I, I, I hate how much that it's completely drained me, but I thought truly a couple of weeks ago that I would have had the run by now, but I have no motivation for it. It's put me... It's a lot of luck, man, and I don't know... Yeah. what's different about the game but i mean there's more to do in it which is unfortunate because it makes my time playing it more susceptible to being hit because of how long you actually have to play the game i know there's faster ways to do it but it's not the safe way uh so i've had i'm even altering the run in little bits and pieces that i find that i can make it better i'm still doing stuff like that and not necessarily routing it, but I'm tweaking the route, and even still, I'm getting fucked. Uh, <laughs> it's not good, dude. Like, I totally thought I would have it by now, and I'm drained. I'll play it once, maybe twice a day, and if I don't get it, I'm on to Dark Souls. Which Damn. is funny, considering that, like... Well, I mean, I guess you're better at Dark Souls somehow. <laughs> Which but, is weird, but whatever. I don't even think it's that I'm better. It's just that, first off, I don't have the weight of a challenge run riding on, or, you know, oh, weight yeah, that's on my fair. shoulders yet. That's totally fair. And then it's not a world's first challenge run. And then on top of that, it's like, I, I expect Dark Souls to kick my ass. I don't expect my Spyro game to kick my ass because that's something that I should just know inside it out. And I do. I just get really unfortunate circumstances or I make one stupid decision. And it's just, it's, it's in my head. I'm not going to lie. It's very much in my head right now. Mm. Uh, every time that I start, I'm like, it's only a matter of time. Used to, I would think that about the run. Now I'm thinking that about the next hit. Um, and it's been a bad streak of games for a lot of people. I watch, uh, you know, bugs every single night. Last night, he got hit on the trilogy run, on the last game, on the last split, at most had 30 minutes left, and the AI crapped out, and he actually lost a run that was kind of out of his control. Um, that's the furthest he had ever gotten, so that run ended. Dino was doing his five-game Soulsborne, Soul Level 1 God run today. He was five games in. He got hit. Um, Gator, who was in our chat earlier for the... Uh, podcast was playing dark souls 2 yesterday soul level i don't think he's soul level one he's just doing dark souls 2 no hit made it to the next to last boss and got hit everyone's getting fucked right now as yeah. it sucks and someone needs to get the shit and give us a wave of positivity so then i can jump on spyro and then i'll just totally solve all my problems i'll, I'll just run <laughs> off of someone else's confidence Hell yeah! but not anytime soon oh fair enough uh, <clears throat> all right. Here's the game of the hour. Um, so I've been playing Bravely Default 2. Tell me about For it. For those who are unaware, Bravely Default is, or Bravely Default 2 is a sequel to the 3DS game Bravely Default, obviously. Um, but, uh, this much in the same vain as the old school Final Fantasies does not follow the same characters. It's kind of like a completely different like story. Yeah. Um, so I kind of love this game. It it's not the same as Final Fantasy seven, eight, and nine that I adore. It, it's not those old school Final Fantasies from like 
probably from like four up through nine, like that, that whole run of games where I'm just like enamored with them. It's not as good as that, <clears throat> but it is, it is definitely giving me that old school feel. It's hitting the nostalgia points that I need it to. Like I am thoroughly enthralled with this game. It is so much fucking fun to play. The, <clears throat> the battle system is basically the same as it was in the 3ds like the original 3ds version where it's a turn-based battle system but like with the brave and the default system basically you can spend a couple moves in in default which is like a sort of like stance where you like Mm -hmm. i I don't want to say bundle up but like you kind of like hunker down and then you can do that for several turns in a row to build up actions to strike off four actions in a row Or you can use the Brave system, which is you can spend future actions to do four actions now or or up up to four actions now. And it really adds like an extra little layer of strategy to the traditional turn-based system. But on top of that, unlike in the original one where the moves, like if you hit four moves in a row, it would play out with the four moves and then whoever was the next in line would do, do their turn or whatever. Now the enemies can actually hit you mid. Like if you're, if you're banking up four moves, if you hit two or, or one or three or whatever, an enemy can interject during that time, which was not something that happened in, in the original. Uh, which actually adds an extra little layer of like you have to think about what you're going to do before you do it because if you if you go into a boss encounter and you do this stuff they will fuck you up just straight up um not only do they have that as as the battle system they have the job system which helps to kind of like it's it's kind of like a character build thing but also that plays into the combat and it is deep dude. Like you can go in so many different ways with so many different like classes. It offers up a plethora of things. Like if you want to experience everything, this everything in this game, I think you're probably going to be playing it for hundreds of hours. If I'm being completely honest with you, because there are just so many things you can do with the, with the job system. Mm. On top of that, the music is wonderful. This is like, it's not like an incredible soundtrack the way that like, again, just to harken back to it, but it's not uh, Nobuo Uematsu's fucking Final Fantasy VII score. It's, It's not pure brilliance, but it is... It's hitting all those same notes and it feels very much in that same vein and it it's just nice to listen to if that makes sense the game looks gorgeous for all of the overworld stuff and all of the sort of like uh the the backgrounds i hate the way the characters look it's weird like little like chibi fully 3d rendered uh, models I think they look ugly as sin I think mm-hmm. it, it's just straight up really fucking terrible 
especially when you look at like the stuff that they have, like when you go into a city, it's like watercolor painted, like city. I, I, yeah. I, I it's, and it, it is fucking beautiful. And then you'll go into a cut scene where people are talking and it's just like, that is fucking off putting. Like that is yeah, really atrocious. fucking ugly. Mm hmm. The only other knock that I really have about this game is that it is it is like JRPG the JRPG if that yeah. makes sense. Like <laughs> it I mean you have a group of characters known as or a group of four characters specifically known as the Heroes of Light. I wonder where the fuck I've heard that before. It has to do with these magical crystals that when all reunited can bring about the destruction of the world. Where have I heard that before? Like I it's it's playing on so many fucking JRPG tropes that it's kind of frustrating a little bit. Like Yeah, it's almost I, like a like a cauldron of JRPGs just Exactly. Turning. Exactly. Yeah. And and I don't I don't mind that so much because I I love that shit. Like I like I love that shit, but at the same time it's like same time, it's like I played this before. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you could have done something different. Like, mm, I, I remember that. when Bravely Default 1 came out, and like, sure, it definitely had these tropes in there, but like, it felt very distinct. It, it felt, felt like it, its own thing. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. And I feel like this is just sort of like, like I said, it's JRPG, the JRPG. Yeah. Um, I love this game though. I I really like this is going to be a game that makes it really high in my list when game of the year comes around. I'm telling you guys right now, like Jesus. I'm, I'm, this is my favorite game of the year so far. Hell uh, yeah. well, that's cool. So I, if you like JRPGs and you like turn-based JRPGs, fucking play this game. It's great. See, and that, that's actually what I was about to ask you, uh, knowing, you know, what, uh, about, about my personal gaming taste. Um, do you think that this would be a game that I would be able to sink my teeth into? Because, because I, all, all three of the bravely titles are on my list for this year. What I would do is I would say, if you can find the first one, play that one first, Yeah. because everything that's in this one was also in that one. Okay. And, I would I would think that you can try you can probably find Bravely Default cheaper than than the full sixty dollars that they're asking for this one on Switch. I don't know. So the 3DS games are going up. They're well, going yeah, up quickly. Yeah. Uh if you can find whatever the cheapest option would be, I would say try that one first because if it's not up your alley, it's it's not. Dude, holy like, shit, Bravely the first game is still a sixty dollar game. Well, shit. That's fucking insane. Well, uh, I mean, that is unfortunate. I I would say whatever the cheapest route you can get in, do that yeah. because I I would say you could that that would be a game that you would like, but also like you're real into Persona, and this is kind of not Persona. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think it's worth a shot. I think everyone who likes turn-based RPG sh- should play it, but honestly, I might pick up the second one. And if I if I like Bravely Default too, I might go back and buy the first one because the sixty dollars for Bravely Default that is just the cartridge. 
if you want the original case and all the inserts, like complete inbox, you're looking at over 120. And, it, and it, it, it's because as of this year, the 3DS is officially discontinued. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, it makes sense. 3DS prices are skyrocketing. You can't find a 3DS XL for less than $200 now. Um, Damn. Those are skyrocketing the game. I mean, like all Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire are, are 60, 70 bucks, which is fucking mind numbing to me. But one day yeah. I'll pick it up one day. One day. I sold a copy of Bra- uh, Bravely Default 2 the other day. You know what I told the guest? Wait, hang on. We we still had that at the store. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. What, what did you tell them? Nothing. I don't play shitty games. <laughs> There's that I master race you. talking. Uh, I don't play shitty games. All right. Well, speaking of shitty games, Austin, you've been playing Stardew Valley. Yeah, I have. <laughs> yeah, I can play that game too, sir. I accept that. <laughs> um, I, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it because I'm too terribly far in. I think I'm only like, I think realistically, I'm probably about three hours in. Um. But I like it. It's cute. It's relaxing. Uh, it's something that I can kind of just unwind and throw on my TV and just do. And I just don't have to think too much about it. Um, it's fun. Madison, on the other hand, she's been playing for like 10 hours a day every day for like the last five days. That's what I'm talking about. So <laughs> she's she's like unhealthily into it, which which Dylan's is fine. All about that addiction. But it, it, it's it's definitely... For a game that was made solely by one fucking person, it's extremely impressive. Mm-hmm. So much I, so I that I, I bought the game twice this weekend. That's good. Who did she marry? Um, I think Sebastian. What a... <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Said to. Fine. She was like talking to me about it uh, in the car today, and I was like, yeah, you having fun with your little video game husband? <laughs> But is he better than your IRL husband? Oh, God. Oh, she probably loves him. (sighs) She seems like the type. It's okay, because I'm probably also going to marry Sebastian. I'm not going to lie, so we'll see. Oh, okay, great. (laughs) There's a female variant named Abigail. It's pretty cool. Oh, okay, all right. You know, you do you, though. You do what you want. Maybe I shouldn't talk too quick. But it's it's fun. It's cute. we have you guys played together? No, we haven't played together yet. Not yet. We, That's we pretty probably, cool because you can open up like a like a a joint farm and you can have your plot and she can have her plot. But yeah, actually, it's giant. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool, and you guys can work on it together. Yeah, she, and you can marry each other. She has a friend that she's been playing with religiously over the last couple of days, so I don't know that I'm gonna be able to get in on that because when Madison gets into a game, she gets into it. That's still pretty cool, though, that you that she has that at least. Oh, yeah, for sure. We we bought it on her switch at first because I think it's like fifteen dollars on the eShop. Um, we bought it on her switch at first. And then, like, I was watching her play it. I was like, dang, this actually looks really fun. But if I'm going to buy it, I'm buying a physical. So I drove all the way to coming to buy a physical copy because that was the closest GameStop that had one. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I just really wanted it. I wanted a physical. So I drove like 30 minutes to get one i feel you and i don't regret it it's a good game yeah i'm glad you played it yep super great um so it it does have co-op features i own it on steam dylan you want to play together no 
<laughs> he said, no. <laughs> I, I, I don't even have time to play it myself. I wish I could. I'm just being straight up. Oh, I, I was I'm, mostly joking. I was going to try to make a joke oh. about me and you getting married. I'm keeping but it alive, you, boys. You keep you keep pressing that. This is like the second time this week, and now I'm you're, starting to you're wonder. You're coming on to him pretty hard, bro. Listen, man, I'm trying. I need a backup plan in case Kayla leaves me. Uh, He's tell me about right Dark there. Souls Three. Uh, that's good. I it's my casual game, you know, no big deal. <laughs> Look at Austin's goddamn face. Wait a second. He I'm trying to like, figure out who meant by that. Oh man! He, oh, not me. He was so fucking. Confused. Oh, I know it wasn't you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely you. No, not me. Uh, uh, well, maybe, actually, maybe. Yeah, I, he's not my type, but Dark Souls is, and I'm a fan. It's it's turned into my casual game in the span of however many days I've been playing it. I actually do not know. I'm not going to look it up. Uh, almost finished with it, and I think over the weekend, maybe even tomorrow, depending on how the stream goes, might delve into the DLC for the first time because they have some of the hardest boss fights that I have ever seen, so I'm ready for them. Uh, I'm ready to get my ass kicked. But this, I have to beat the the, the boss that I'm on now, though, because it's not, it's not good. <laughs> There's two phases, and it's the hardest thing that I've done yet in the game. Is it so. the Lord of Cinder? Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. It is Cinder, and he is... He's hard shit. Um, Or soul of Cinder. But if you want to find out more tomorrow, you can watch my stream. Hey, we're not at that part of the show just yet, sir. No. No. (laughs) Yeah, we still have to listen to one more shitty game. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Austin. He's so... (laughs) I thought you would be ready... Don't you want to cut it? Aren't you ready to go? You got to go to sleep, big boy. I'm just Ooh. tell me about Mega Man Star Boy. Star Boy, fuck off! First of all, I'm a motherfucking Star Boy. Um, DMCA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great. It's a sequel to the Battle Network titles. It, it's exactly the same. Nothing has changed. It, it's the same formula. Oh, I'm sick. I hated those games in comparison to Battle Network because they took away Man and Mega Man. Yeah, but okay. I I still, I mean, it was, if I wasn't going to get another Battle Network game, at least I had that type of thing. I I enjoyed them for what they were. Um, I'd never really held them too high. I wasn't like, oh, this is, you know, it's it's definitely not better than Battle Network, and it never even got fucking close. Um, I think the best thing Star Force did, we didn't even get in English, um, they did a remake of Battle Network 1, and it was actually a crossover with Star Force. It was like a weird time-traveling thing that they fucking did that didn't work out very well. Um, it sold very fucking poorly. It was called, like, it, it, I think it was called, like, Mega Man Operation Shooting Star or some shit like that. And it, That's pretty sick. It didn't, it, it sold, they, they had, it, uh, from what I've read, Capcom had every intention on translating it, and it just, it bombed, even in Japan, it bombed so fucking bad, because interest in Mega Man as a franchise had kind of started to dwindle at that point, so. Do you think there would ever be a possibility of getting, like, how there's an X collection and an original yep. Mega Man collection, we could get a Battle Network collection. Um, well, funny enough, before the ZX collection came out, Capcom pretty much, I mean, they didn't say it word for word, but they also did say it word for word, that if ZX sells well, then 
uh, a Battle Network and Star Force collection are 100% on the table. Then I have to go buy it because I need my Battle Network collection. That's what I'm saying, dude. That would be fucking incredible. And then I... Shit. Could you imagine no hitting that? No. <laughs> no, I could not. I think I can. I, I feel like I probably could up until any base encounter. Oh, yeah, but he you could do any percent. You don't have to beat base, right? You don't have to. He, he's always he's, yeah, he's, yeah. he's like the quote unquote secret optional boss of, of every. Oh, but then the game that you could like merge with him. Right. Wasn't that five? I don't work. Like you could get hit. Yeah. <sighs> OK, I can't. I want these games so bad. If you uh, so if you if you play the DS version of uh, Battle Network five and then you have a Game Boy Advance version of Battle Network five in the Game Boy slot of the DS, um, you will actually automatically get the uh, base soul. For your and pretty much your entire playthrough of battle of the DLS version of Battle Network Five, um, and even Star Force, Star Force also had some cool features like that. Where if you put if you were playing Star Force and you had um, uh, you had any of the Battle Network games uh, inserted into the Game Boy Advance slot, um, Mega Man EXE would actually appear in the uh, wave in the EM Wave Road World thing, whatever the fuck they called that. But and it was cool. You got to fight him, I think. Maybe I don't know. It's been a long time since I've done that, so I don't remember. But it it's cool. It, it's I've been replaying it just for nostalgia because I think the last time I played through these games, I was literally like ten or eleven. So yeah, it's been fun. Man, I'm looking at the Battle Network Five on the DS, the both Team Colonel and Proto Men, and it's sixty three bucks on Amazon. Yep, that game. Yeah, it it's gone up recently. For sure. Um, that sucks. The Star Force games are dumb expensive now, too. Star Force 3 especially is like 80, 90, 100 bucks, depending on where you're looking. Yeah. Which is crazy because those games weren't, I don't know, they weren't good enough for me. They're definitely not good enough for me to pay $100 for just to fucking own it. Not when I can illegally download it. So. <sighs> don't say that on, on Twitch. Them TOS. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm, I forgot I'm that was a thing. I don't think they give a fuck. I don't think they do either. There's plenty of people that stream ROMs. I don't think they fucking care about that. Yeah. How else are people streaming Pokemon Red and Blue? Exactly. I mean, you could have a capture card, but fuck that. For a Game Boy? I don't know how the fuck that There's, would work. No, on your 3DS. You can play Red and Blue on the 3DS. Oh, yeah. I forgot well, that they... they that's the thing but you there's also the game boy adapter for the gamecube and you can hook a game oh. some kind of capture up to the game oh yeah you oh, could totally do that that's i think that's what the speedrunners do because they have to use a handheld that's a so much work but fuck that yeah i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's what they do i'm sure because i know gunner plays one mm -hmm. hmm. fair enough uh old uh mako jumped in and and said that he fell out of place or yes fell out of place for not having a beard well it's okay i don't have one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's not just you mako has the best eyebrows i've ever seen that's Ooh, really yes people have told Beautiful me in the lab. past that i had very good eyebrows and i was like i don't know what the fuck you're talking about i think they're normal eyebrows but you have very you have very nice symmetry in your eyebrows mm. no i want that fuck you listen dylan if you keep shaking your hey. head I'm not. I'm not shaking my head. I'm just, you know, it's a, it's a syndrome. I'm not disagreeing. 
<laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. I don't even I don't even want to question it. I'm not All going right. to. Let's just uh, move on and forget about it. Let's get to our picks of the week. I'm sure that the both of you are very tired. I am tired of this. <laughs> Listen. We hate you too. It's not gonna stop happening. I love you, Dylan. It might stop happening. <laughs> He's like, do you want to keep doing that weird ass shit? <laughs> Listen, at least I'm not up in here calling him fucking daddy every goddamn stream. Who does that? <sighs> Who does that? Let's, never mind. Let's not get into it. It's not me. All right. My pick of the week Maybe. is the new single from my favorite band, Islands. It is called We Like To, in parentheses, Do It With The Lights On. Hmm. Uh, so this is the first song to be released from Island since 2016, and it is very, 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 very fucking good. Uh, it's disco inspired, like, uh, it's got this very cool, like, um, I mean, just fucking irrepressible bass line that slaps like a motherfucker. Like, it is just, it's so catchy like just the baseline by itself is catchy but then it's got a really like i i love the song or like not the the song like i mean i do love the song but the chorus is again really catchy it's just something that like it it's an earworm it gets stuck in your fucking head and it won't stop uh and there are, it doesn't sound like anything that Islands has ever done, but at the same time, sounds like everything that Islands has ever done. Like, it has these distinct guitar sounds that, like, I hear them and I immediately think, oh, that's Islands. Like, I, I don't think of any other band when I hear that, the way that the guitar sounds. Same thing with uh, the vocalist, Nick Thorburn. His vocals are like fucking golden honey. It's just, so I I love the way his voice sounds. It melts me. Uh or peaks me. I don't know. Either way. Either way. The song is really good. I'm listening to it now. That's the kind of music I like. Yeah. I I cannot wait for this album to drop. It drops in June. I am super fucking excited. It's a long way away. But now I'm excited too, because I can get down on music like this. Yeah, this shit's good. Um Austin. Yeah. A day to remember. That's your pick yeah. of the week? Yeah, I changed it. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I always put go read when I don't know what to put. Oh, okay. I literally well. do that every time. Until I eventually figure something out because reading is stupid. Um, But, yeah. <laughs> don't you read manga? Yeah, it's still stupid. Or do you just look at the pictures? No, I just look at the pictures and I get the context. It's fine. I what no I I just look at the screenshots on Inst. I don't even actually read them. I look at screenshots on Instagram and watch YouTuber videos for context. So oh okay. I there are people that actually <laughs> do that, and that like I know people that actually do that, and it infuriates me so. F just fucking just read it. Um. Anyway, a day to remember released new album titled "You're Welcome." I don't think it's very... I think it's good. It's definitely not as good as the stuff they put out in the last couple of years, but at the same time, uh, if you're a pop-punk fan, if you're a metalcore fan, if you're a post-hardcore fan, you're probably a fan of A Day to Remember because they're all three of those genres rolled up into one fucking package. Um, they've been around since, like, the early 2000s, and I unfortunately don't think they're ever going to go anywhere. 
Um, but yeah, it's good. It's not, I mean, don't go into it with super high expectations because it's definitely not common courtesy or homesick or anything like that. But for what it is, it's good. It, they, they, I'm, I'm cool with an artist experimenting and trying different sounds as long as it's not what they stick with in the future. But it's cool. Go check it out. Cool. I'm changing mine real quick because uh, you're going to actually enjoy this, um, Josh. Uh, usually I shout out a Twitch streamer at the end of it. I was going to shout out someone else, but this time it's fitting because he's actually in the chat. Mako underscore is underscore a underscore friend. I think that's right. Yes. This man is a challenge runner too, but he's a very special kind of challenge runner because he no hits Hades. And ah, this guy. Okay. This guy. This guy is very talented at what he does on top of his eyebrows, which are beautiful. But, um, he absolutely crushes Hades in a way that I've never seen before. And he's finding ways to not only get the hitless run, but then to make something else of the run itself. Now he's working on a, a dash only hitless run. He did it today in terms of routing. He can do a dash only run, but now he's trying to figure out the route to make it hitless and what he needs to do. So super, super sick and innovative uh, challenge runner. This is not a Dark Soul streamer. This is not fallout spyro this is something where you should not be able to do a hitless run of this but he makes it happen and his pb is very very low and he is so worth checking out so super cool and he's entertaining as shit he's one of the funniest people i know on twitch whenever he's in a chat the chat is lively it will come alive so uh mako underscore is underscore a underscore friend mako is spelled m-a-k-o check him out heat of shit oh yeah eat a shit I can't wait to play Hades when the physical comes out. I hate you, you so much. You're such e- a piece of shit. C. I'm the worst. As always, you can find us on social media for all things Culture Bob hunting pixels and the Culture Bob family of content. You can find Culture Bob. Nope. Nope. I never shut that stuff out. I don't even know why I put it in the show notes, to be honest with you. I never shut it out. Uh, but you can find us hunting pixels on Twitter at pixels hunting on Instagram at hunting underscore pixels CB. And now, uh, every now and then, like now, every now and again, every now and then, I don't know. We will be streaming live episodes on Twitch. I feel like we should do it every week. Oh, oh I was also right. about to say that. Cause I, I do kind of like this better than what we've been doing. I feel like we've been more engaged with each other. Oh, well, all right. Well, like maybe maybe going forward, peoples, everyone, we will be streaming on Twitch. Come find us on Twitch. Uh, what is our... I think we're just at Hunting Pixels with no space or anything. Yeah. So. Correct. Uh, cool. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I am at TheBebopMan182. I'm on Instagram at TheBebopMan182. And on Twitch, the underscore BebopMan. I will be starting tomorrow beginning my playstation one streams so get ready for that um oh yeah dylan he is on twitter at om dizzy on instagram at om dizzy tv and on twitch at om dizzy where tomorrow he will be streaming for eight hours straight because he just broke 100 followers which is a big fucking deal yo a big fucking deal um thank you. So you. I, I mean it's well deserved, man. I I have not been able to for the last like what 
three episodes. I, I I'm telling you guys, I've been fucking crazy busy. But <laughs> Bubbles comes in and is like, "Did I miss the podcast?" Yeah, not bad. <laughs> this is this is the shout out part. We're at the shout outs. Uh, but anytime I come into your streams, dude, you're fucking you're killing it. So, um. It is the hundred followers is well deserved. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So I appreciate it. Keep it up and uh, try to drag us along with your success. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you can follow Austin on Twitter at Big Papa Plays, Instagram at Big Papa Stevens underscore or Big Papa Plays. And he is also on Twitch at Big Papa Plays. I have Sometimes. I have seen you stream, I think, exactly twice, Austin. I haven't streamed more than like 30 minutes in like a month. So, oh, yeah, I'm kind of. I'm taking a little bit of a break. I, it's oh. just it's I mean, I guess it's hard to take a break from something you never actually started. <laughs> but um, no, it's just like I just. I want to do it really bad, but like if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right. And I want to have my setup right. I want to have everything the way that I want it. I don't want to be like, ha- like if I want to do it, I don't want to half ass it, is what I'm trying to say. Mm, yeah, yeah. So I feel that. I'm, I'm waiting until I can get my setup finished and I can stream shit that like, because like I've been streaming shit like Fortnite. I think I streamed Modern Warfare for whatever fucking reason. Don't know why my brain was like, this is a great idea. But like, that's that's not the kind of content I want to be involved in. That's not what I want. To, that's not what I want to make and what I want to present for people. So, um, really, first party Nintendo stuff is where it's at for me. So I've been kind of waiting until I've had the extra money to finish my setup and get everything ready to go. But once I do have that, it is balls to the fucking wall. So yeah. I, I completely feel you on the wanting things to be perfect. That's why it has taken me so long to get like to where I am going to be streaming the the PS1 games because I needed to think on uh like what I was going to do. I knew that I was I, I, I kind of at a certain point I was telling old Dizzle this probably like two, maybe three weeks ago that I was like PS1 games. Yeah. I, I know that I love those games. I'm good at, well, I'm good at those games. Um, yeah. But, like, I didn't, he just jumped in head first, just fucking did it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I genuinely, props to you, my dude. I don't have the fucking balls to do that. Like, so the stuff that I've been streaming has been very kind of like, just spotty just because I was trying to get wet. Like I just kind of wanted to like get a feel for it. Mm -hmm. And now I know what I'm doing. Now I've got the setup for everything I want. I, I even have like a, I I don't know if you guys were in the discord the other day, but like on my little sub channel or whatever, I was like, this is the schedule I have planned out. These are all the games that I have. So I saw your games actually. Yeah. Yeah, I had like 18 games that I'm like, I'm going to stream these and this is the order I'm going to stream them. Like, Mm -hmm. so like I I've been thinking on this and shit like that, but, uh, as far as, as far as like streaming goes and like getting my setup right and everything, once I have all that, I know the plan as of right now is to do, uh, 
what I talked about last week on the podcast, which would be the the last Airbender styled Sword and Shield run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That will be that will be like a like kind of a co op project uh, with my buddy Caleb, uh, with and that'll be his like reintroduction into Twitch after like quitting for like three years. Um, and then after that, uh, I honestly I think the first game I'm probably going to be streaming after that is uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Honestly. Is mm. I fucking love them and like that's the kind of shit that I want to stream like that's what I want to actually play and I feel like I feel like watching you'll be able to notice that I'm I'm at, I'm enjoying this a whole lot more so that's also what, what makes do. the most difference is that you're enjoying it which is why I stopped playing Spyro and I jump into Dark Souls because I actually enjoy playing Dark Souls oh yeah for sure that that's why I've taken that's why I've kind of stepped back the way that I have is because there's the only thing I have access to stream from is my PC, and there's there's just genuine... Like, I enjoy playing all these games, but I don't enjoy them to the point where I want to stream them and make them a part of my personality, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, that's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, before we end, I asked Bubbles to ask us a question if he had one, and he came up with a good one, and it is, what is y'all's favorite part about doing a podcast together? <laughs> that motherfucker, y'all's. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> in the South, get over it. <clears throat> I know. It's a fine word. It's good. It's fine. It is. It's a good contraction. You all, it, that's, it's nice. I can understand it. I respect Perfect. it. So uh, what is everybody's favorite part? My favorite part is that there's not another experience I have in my day-to-day life like it. You know, we, I can shoot the shit with Josh at work, and it's casual, you know, we could play a game together and it's close, but a podcast is something else because we do have a topic. It's pretty concise. We're all talking about it. We're all giving our feedback about it. And it's unique. We have a lot of laughs. We can roast each other. We've had some pretty fucked up conversations and some pretty <laughs> hilarious conversations at the same time. That, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And we have a lot of episodes. This will be the 20, 21st. Yeah. Yeah, we are 20 episodes deep into this. That's a lot. I mean, and wherever it goes, these past 20 episodes have been a lot of fun. We've talked about some really in-depth stuff. You know, my favorite episode might not necessarily be your guys' favorite episode, but that just means that those episodes impacted us in different ways. Mm -hmm. And it just feels good. I mean, it, it... this is what we do. People can actually see it this time. This is what we do every Tuesday. This is just the first one that we've actually recorded now. Uh, you know, live for Twitch, but it's just fun. There's nothing else that I've done like it. It's not playing a game with your friends. It's sitting down and having a good old fashioned conversation. You just don't have that anymore. So that's why I like it. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like it, I don't, I don't want to call it intimate because I feel like that's weird, but it is, but it is. Yeah. It's it's intimate and thought provoking. And like I've 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 di- I've dipped my feet into a lot of games that I probably otherwise wouldn't have if it wasn't for this podcast. Like like if if I hadn't heard Dylan ramble on about how much he loves fishing in Stardew Valley, I would have never picked yep. up Stardew Valley. I would have never fucking tried it in the first place. Have you fished yet? God, you don't want to hear my opinions on that. Austin, Dylan. you done fucked up. You started talking about fishing and what Stardew. Up? Uh, oh, it's so much fun! <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think of a game, um, and then Final Fantasy VII remake. I probably wouldn't have dipped my toes into that if it wasn't l- listening to to Josh ramble about how much he he like he loves that franchise's nuts in his mouth. 
I would have yeah. never tried. I would have never picked that game up otherwise. Well, maybe I would have now because it's free currently on PSN. So maybe I, like I would the have gargle on the Final Fantasy balls. <laughs> but that's been my favorite part of it so far. Is it's really broaden helping me broaden my perspective of of just gaming in general. And I probably wouldn't have ever bought a PC if it wasn't for you guys either. Honestly, you're welcome. That's a big thing. I do love it. I love it very much. <laughs> yeah, I wish you guys would actually use it. <laughs> Hey, I use mine. I, I use mine every day. That's true. Fortnite, not porn. No, not no, not just porn. And Listen actually, here, not you even filthy Fortnite. PC casual. I just happen to like my consoles. I don't know what to tell you. That's fine. That's fine. I still would rather <laughs> play the Switch, so it's fair. He's he's like dying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I can like it was since we're doing it on video now, like I can literally see the life draining from you. <laughs> this is every fucking week, dude. Every fucking week. Honestly. Uh, yeah. Uh I man, listen, I I think we have great chemistry. Uh I I know that I'm not trying to like <laughs> blow smoke up our asses or anything like we that. We had the intimacy and now the chemistry. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? But but I I mean Are I get along with you guys now? really well. And uh I think we do have some pretty pretty dynamic and uh and uh good good um conversations. It's mm-hmm. for sure. I I am often in debates with people and discussions with people, whether through Discord or through other forms of social media. And I, I rarely have as much Same. fun as when I'm talking with you guys about stuff. For sure. So, I mean, again, not to blow smoke up your asses, but you you guys are pretty cool dudes. So, I don't know. Smoke has been blown. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, smoke has been blown. Bubbles, not bubbles, but West, uh, they're both pink for me, so I couldn't tell. But West said, I like watching the uniqueness of y'all three bounce off each other's ideas, perspectives, and clash heads even. Someone out there can relate at least to one of you during the podcast. For sure. And that's true. Yeah. It's true. Sure. When I'm dying on the inside because uh, you're talking about fishing, I'm sure there's somebody out there. <laughs> okay, it's in the podcast. We're done. I'm not going to go into it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. Get All up. right, but uh, but yeah, that was fun. We will be back, I guess, on Twitch next week. So until then, goodbye. <laughs>